My feet are aching And your back is pretty tired And we've drunk a couple bottles, babe And set our grief aside The paper says doomsday The button has been pressed Okay, I'm... I'm rolling. Dude, I gotta read you this. I gotta read you this, like, video. I gotta find it. It's... Like... It was so awkward. Because it's like my dad. And I get that he's like... You know... Trying to make innocent jokes. (laughs) And my dad is constantly making jokes. Like... Yeah. Just constant um but i don't think he heard it himself okay it was a jaw-dropping experience oh the bright light and questions the hygienist was probing when the dentist came in she was feeling down in the mouth I left the office feeling I had a void that needed to be filled. <laughs> Jesus. I guess it is something I can't brush off. That's a good one. Went to the dentist. <laughs> That's a solid but, joke. But down in the mouth? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like uh, Nate and I one time. We were, I think I've told you this story multiple times, but I'm old, so get over it. Um... When Nate and I were recording the first Blank Page record, we had like these subtitles for the actual song names. Like we wouldn't, you know, we'd come up with like a joke name before we'd actually name the song, you know? Yeah. And uh, one of them was called Beaver Fever. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, you know, completely innocent about it. And we're, because we're thinking like angry beavers, you know, like beavers doing the cha-cha, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like doing the disco. And his dad goes, you're not naming that song that. <laughs> we're like, Mr. Washburn, what are you talking about? Like, and he's just like, you're not naming your song that. And we're like, why? And he goes, come on, guys. <laughs> we're like, we're thinking about Beaver's disco and where is your head at? You know what I mean? So, sure you were, Ryan. Sure you were. I, I swear, <laughs> hand to God, hand to God. I, I feel swear. like I would be a lot f- funnier if i knew if i had like had that much awareness of my jokes you know i'm just more off the cuff you know with my jokes my jokes aren't aren't that you know clever oh dude i had a really good one today hold on my pizza's done (sighs) i'll give it a couple minutes i'll tell you this so uh, today i'm like talking with my coworker, and i was like he was like what's that cool heist movie you know the cool one where ever there's cool music and all this stuff and i was like ocean's 11 and he's like was it and i was like yeah he's like i was like ocean's 11 ocean's 12 and ocean's 13 he's like yeah there's three of them right and i was like well there's a fourth one now called ocean's eight and that's all the ladies and he's like oh i didn't see that one how is it and i was like i didn't see it either to be honest it seemed like a cash grab it's bad <laughs> but the, he starts like cracking up and then i like heard what i said i called the oceans movie a cash grab because it's a heist movie mm-hmm. and so he i don't know okay doesn't land Why is that funny yeah because it's a heist you're losing me it's a heist movie that's mm-hmm. a cash grab oh nice <laughs>
Yeah. Yeah. I said it. You're, I said it to my. You're coworker. not. You're not that clever. <laughs> <laughs> it was clever. I said it to my. Coworker. Oh, you actually meant it. That in that oh no, no, that. I didn't mean it that way. I didn't. Mean yeah, it yeah, way. exactly. But I was like, okay, next time I say it, I will mean it that way. But everyone I've had to say it to, they're like, like one of my other coworker was like, it's the best one. To be honest, this is the only one I've seen, but it's the best one. And I was like, okay. Cool, man. She's 24. So mm. now I'm really feeling old because she's 24 and she's like, yeah, I haven't seen that. And like I, I said something the other day. I was like, oh, so you were born in 1997. It's full she's 10 like, years yup. older than, younger than us. Yeah. That's she's crazy. Like, she's like, yep. I was like, you know what else came out in 1997? Disney's Airbud. Airbud. <laughs> she was like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, to be honest, I came across the first 5 minutes of it online the other day and if you can confidently say that that movie is about a dog playing basketball, you don't remember that movie." <laughs> yeah. There's like a creepy clown villain, you know? Like, yes. Yes, uh, What's his nuts? He's a really good actor. He's on uh, Green Mile. He plays like he oh, plays really? like the yeah. He plays like this French guy that has a pet mouse. In, oh, uh, on Death Row, and he's yeah. I just love how chaotic it opens because he's like leaning into this kennel and he's like got a rolled up newspaper. He's like, "Don't make me use this." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop. And then he brings it in. Chaos breaks loose at this birthday party as he's like slapstick comedy, and mm. then all of a sudden like. Somehow the slapstick turns crazy. It's like kind of dark. It's pretty dark, you know. Yeah. For but my favorite is at the end of the first five minutes, he's like, I'm going to take you to the pound. And as he's walking away, he's like, I hate kids. I hate birthdays. I hate being a clown. <laughs> Find a different job, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. I can, I it was can. 97, man. Jobs weren't hard to find. You know, you can easily get that, you know, get a better situation. <laughs> it's true. Okay, I'll be right back. My pizza's. Go ahead. Pizza. I fucking hate pizza. No, you don't. <laughs> you take I that back. I love it. <laughs> Oh, where am I gonna put it? <laughs> that's, that's what she said. Is it even gonna fit? Okay. Yeah. Advertisement time. This episode is brought to you by Red Baron's Meat Trio. When you want a chorus of meat in your mouth. <laughs> Damn! That's a good ad, man. Red Baron. We need ads. There you go. I, I really need to look into that, you know. How to get ads? Yeah. Uh, there's like a thing. There's like a website where you can sign up for it. But I yeah. think you need to like get a certain amount of followers. And I don't think we really have the numbers. Yeah. What kind of numbers do you have? One. Never looked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people aren't probably. I don't know how you would track that. Uh, there's a way. Like, there's there's something on SoundCloud. There's something on SoundCloud that I can figure out. But uh, yeah, I mean, you you get advertisers by having a better podcast. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know. But also, do you want to be slanging undies on your? I don't know if you want to talk to me. I'm fucking depressed, man. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I've been down. I mean, Omicron didn't help. Uh, yeah. Or Omicron or whatever the fuck you call it. But uh, my faith for our us as a society is, you know, dwindling even lower than it has been. And it's just depressing to think about. Because of pandemic or because of other things? Just everything, man. Just everything that's going on right now is, is just a, it's a fucking dumpster fire of a mess. Well, they said, <clears throat> to cheer you up, they said that this year the climate um, stuff is even even worse. Oh, yeah. So, so totally it's cheers. That. Yeah, this is like... <laughs> the last seven years were the hottest in the last hundred. Oh. And uh, they're like... Oh, yeah, no, we've got about, we could have less than a decade to about 20, 20 years. Within the 20-year range, mm. we're going to hit hit the limit that we were trying to set for ourselves. Dude, you should help out at Suicide Hotlines. <clears throat> I should. <laughs> God. Hey, you know what? You should volunteer. You're the best. <laughs> hey, hey, don't you worry. You know why you're depressed? Because your gun isn't powerful enough. <laughs> You're just gonna end up brain damaged, man. Yeah, like dude. brain damaged. You're, yeah. you're you don't want to miss. Yeah, don't <laughs> miss. I I feel dark. That was dark. Put it, put it in your mouth, like <laughs> like a fucking don't, adult. Don't aim to the side. Make no, sure aim you're up. aiming up, not straight back. Put not your chin to the on, side. Put your chin below a slug and a shotgun. There you go. Oh God, a lot easier. Ernest Hemingway, that shit. Yeah, dude. Fucking Kurt Cobain, that shit. Unless you think Courtney did it, which I Courtney did it. Yeah, she totally did it. Fucking cunt. Anyway. <laughs> um Man, so Yeah, I guess we're moving back to LA. <laughs> I didn't I didn't expect that, but that's that's what's happening. How soon? I don't know if I don't know if you know, but uh I don't think I announced it on the podcast, but I kinda got fucked with the food truck. Um I think we talked about this a little bit last time. Yeah, I think we you might not have quit yet, but oh yeah yeah well I quit, dude. That's um, the I quit in a in a very like I I don't know if I'm proud of myself for standing up for myself or if I'm like I should have probably just taken it on the chin until I found another gig. But but the way it was going is it it, it was gonna bleed. He was gonna bleed me dry. And I found out like, um, that was kind of his plan the whole time, or at least that's what I think was his plan. He was just kind of using us for free labor. So, I mean, that's um, the that's the thing. Like, I know, like you, you know what I mean. Like, I've been like hella self aware in the last couple of years of just like trying to like, you know, make myself better and stuff like that. I mean, if I, I've had a rough go of it with with jobs and stuff. And uh, I'm like, you know, well, the only common denominator is me. So I got to kind of figure out what I'm doing to, like, make this happen. But this this time, man, it was like, I mean, his his whole his whole like hill that he was dying on was that I took too much time off. But I was like, yeah, but I'm my own boss. So, you know, what I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, that's still part of your cost, but. Um, but I also but it was never like it was it was closed. You know what I mean? I made sure it was yeah. staffed, so I did my job. The problem was, is he made me pay for everything. 
Were you paying for the truck? I've always been curious. Yeah, I was paying for rent, utilities. I was paying for um, all the groceries. I was paying. I was paying for everything. You know, like it. It basically the only thing he did was cook was smoke the meat. Yeah. And I, but I bought that from him. So technically, everything was paid for by me. And what I told him was, I can't keep doing that because I'm essentially been working for you for free. And I'm just finding out about this because we did make a decent amount during our busier months. But when I, when Jerry and I crunched the numbers and we took, took in account all of our bills, including our, our personal bills and then the bills at the shop, you know, we were, we weren't, we were just getting by. We weren't, we weren't actually making any capital, you know? So, um, when I brought that up, all I said was, hey, can we just go back to like an hourly thing, you know, because it's like I can't I just go I can't work for free. Mm-hmm. And his whole thing was, well, you paid nine hundred dollars in, in labor. And I was like, well, we can't be there all the time, especially like we already talked about this. This wasn't the plan from the get go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you also had two trucks. Right. And two trucks that failed, you know, mm-hmm. and, and he he made me pay for all of that. And I go. That shouldn't have. That's where I kind of drew the line. I was like, in all honesty, you should have paid for that because that's your loss. That's your gamble. You told me we'd make money. We didn't, and I had to pay for your gambling debts. Were you were you paying him or paying your employees better than he paid you? Dude, we paid him when you worked when you worked for him. Yeah, we paid. He was paying you hourly. Uh, yeah. Well, like a buck more. Mm. But that was only to deal with inflation, you know, because McDonald's was paying their employees, I think, 15 an hour, even in Michigan. Mm-hmm. So we were paying their 13. And basically, our 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 payment, I guess, would be if we did well, which we didn't yeah. in the last like three months. And his he basically pinned it on me for not being open like one time I, I, I went home because no joke, dude, we made thirteen dollars within within five hours. Yeah. So I closed early and then somebody called in an order. And I was um, like, Hey dude, I left. You know, like I was like, We made thirteen dollars. Like it might not be he goes, That's the death of any, you know, food business and stuff like that. I go, But here's the thing, we're a mom and pa shop. I can't work for thirteen dollars in five hours. Yeah. I don't know anybody who can, you know what I mean? And that's, and that's basically like, we've done that before and it's never been an issue. The dude was a regular. He came the next day and ordered his fucking food. So, um, all that to say it was just a clusterfuck. And I, and I was like, basically what would happen if we would have stayed there, dude, is all of our savings would be gone. At least now yeah. we have enough to and keep And then it. you would, and then you would still be bleeding. And yep. Yep. And so like eventually you wouldn't be able to pay rent and shit. Let me let me put it to you this way. I'm going to I'm going to quack this out. But we made <clears throat> we made. Uh, all of last year, basically, we bought our own car, so all of our cars are paid off. Um, and this also had had also unemployment helped it because we instead of spending it all, we sit, we moved here and we saved it. Mm-hmm. Um, it we made. We pay, we bought two cars. We paid them off. We could fully pay our rent. And this was in the height of summer when we were really making good money. 
and we had saved up dollars. Okay. I just lost or I just quit, you know, a month ago, maybe. But before that month, we were already down to we had saved up in is a is a is a emergency fund. We we like now because we spent it all, we're down to you know. Yeah. And this was all because um you know it was like like I said, like I'm trying to be very self aware of myself. I know I know that I'm you know, I know like my shortcomings, I know my pitfalls and the things that have fucked me over in the past. I was working my ass off for him. There there were days yeah. my mom would say there were weeks where we'd work every day. If we weren't at the mm-hmm. shop, we were driving to fucking Travers to get, you know, because there's only a Sam's Club. The closest Sam's Club is fucking, you know, two hours away. So we were constantly like grocery shopping, spending gas money, making sure our labor was there, making sure our numbers were up. And we we made in, in September when this all started because we lost <laughs> grand within the span of two months. Wow. So so it was like we Oh yeah, you were gonna get fucked. Yeah. And so like that was like me saying, Okay, I'm pretty self aware right now and you're trying to tell me I took too much time off. And Mike m- m- mentioned, which I didn't meant Mike was like pissed about this, but Mike told me, he goes, Well, what are you supposed to do? You had seven relatives die in one year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and I'm like, dude, I didn't even bring that up. Because that yeah. was that was the reason we took too much time off was because I was constantly going up to go to funerals. For funerals. Yeah, and when I needed a break, I took a week off in the summer to go to Idaho with Jerry, and then I took off two weeks in November to hunt with my dad. Yeah. So those were the two ones that he was like, "You shouldn't have done that, basically, and you should have been here working when we were slow." And it's like, dude. Dude. The, know, amount of, the I, amount of time that I worked for you, not only did I deserve those things, but you really don't, you know, boundaries, dude. You really have no fucking, like, it doesn't matter what I do with my time off, bitch. As long as I got your fucking thing staffed and it's making money. And it yeah. wasn't making money, not because of me not being there. Because he's basically saying, like, if you would have went, you wouldn't have had to pay her $900 and you would have earned it. And I go, but here's the deal, dude. The sales were so low that, like, we weren't making a fucking cent anyway. We making profit, yeah. So what he's saying is basically, like, you should have worked for free. Yeah. And I was like, I can't... And all I was saying, when he got pissed, he's like, what, do you want me to give you free product? You want me to do... And I'm just like, what I'm saying is, like, you need to either help me or take off certain charges because the sales aren't making our costs. You know what I mean? Like, it's like... yeah. The sales are lower than our, than our, you know, and I was no, like, and, is... and then you're getting mad at me for taking, you know, an hour off because we were fucking so slow. We made 13 bucks. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, uh, you could have made 26 if you'd been there for the, yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's his argument. And I go, I go, and I go, he goes, and I go, that's not what I'm saying, Ron. And he's like, well, what are you saying? And I was like, you know what? Fuck you, dude fucking prick and i walked out i go fucking you deal with it fuck you he goes goes, and then he goes i'll make this simple for you you don't have to worry about it anymore and i'm like dude i just wasted a whole fucking year on your business thinking that we could make money at this yeah And, and when i'm telling you that the times are tough and we need your help you're basically saying either work for free and use your own personal money to keep my business afloat or fuck you and i'm like 
you're not even doing that. You know what I mean? I go, it's a sweet deal for you because I'm paying for your food. You know yeah. what I mean? No, like, no, no. I, I texted you earlier, like yeah. the whole thick rant about entrepreneurs. Yeah, and yeah, I this, yeah. I know this entrepreneur and he's like, dude, dude, like think about it. Like we could own our own coffee shop, dude. Like you and me, we could start our own coffee shop. Like you know the coffee and like I like – I ran a, a factory in Mexico and like all this like, stuff. So I'm like you, you ran a sweatshop. Yeah, yeah. But like – but I'm like – you you basically expect me sure I'll share equal ownership maybe mm-hmm. but you basically want to have a business that you have no part in other than yeah. ownership yeah and I have to run it and I was like you need to understand I'm trying to get out of coffee like right. I would rather I literally like looked at him I'm like you need to understand I would blow my brains out if I had that he's like He's like, but you would make so much more money if it's like your business at the cost and all of this what, stuff. Though, and I'm like, I mean? yeah, like, yeah, but I wouldn't have happiness. Like I right, would have to work right. it, and all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, like, well, you, Nate and I, Nate great. And I talk- like you get the business and mm-hmm. profit without doing any of the real work. Like, right. If you want to give me the admin work and you run it, great. Like yeah. let's do it that way. Yeah. Does yeah, that exactly. sound great to you? Does that right, sound appealing? Right. right. Well, yeah, and that was the thing is it was like, you know, first of all, the fact that he was that willing, like he's he basically would say, I don't know where this business would be without you two because you and Jerry have helped me. Like September was the start of this and we made a record breaking sales month that month. We made yeah. more money th- of that month than any month since he's been open. And it was, and he goes, it's all because of you and Jerry. Well, yeah, it's all because of me and Jerry because it's that one shop that made them money. Meanwhile, we had this one at North State that was like a fucking anchor around my neck, and I was just paying for, to keep it there. But it was bullshit, you know. It didn't make any money. It was so rain it it because of climate change. It rained so goddamn much here that we didn't have any good days. Yeah. And weekends were the only. We had to go down to like three days a week, and people were complaining. It's like, dude. I can't keep people here and staffed here for, you know what I mean? And he not once did he ever pay for that, for that stuff. Occasionally he'd get, he'd go, I, I, I lower the price for meat. It's like, dude, <laughs> you're, and this is what I told him at the meeting. And I, and I thought it was a good point. I'm like, you are the CEO. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was like, if you have a loss, you should eat that. That's like, it's not good business ethics to make your manager pay for personal money out of their pocket for this shit and not only that we made so much money on uh, and in in the in september but we ended up owing him like like three grand at the end yeah, of that it's month not like it's not like you begged him to to let you open these no and it's not and and, and actually we tried to stop him because we were like dude we're not ready we're not ready to take that kind of responsibility on that's too much work and we, we got them staffed and we got them hired, but we weren't making enough there. And so he goes, well, I'm just going to close down there and we're going to find a different spot. And I'm like, that's not even smart. And I go, and that that's when I just go, Ron, this was before I quit. But I go, if you're going to start a new shop, you start it. And then when it yeah. starts actually generating money, I'll take it over so you can, you can keep expanding. That's how it should go. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. If you're the one that's like that concerned about having a, multiple shops, then you should start that. Yeah. 
and you're then the I, business owner. If, if anything, and I'm I am. Your manager. If anything, I am the CFO, and you are the CEO. And I and I go, and all I'm feeling is like I have to pay for all this shit. He goes, dude, you have no idea how much like I'm in debt and blah blah blah. And I go, that's your problem. And then he says, yeah. well, you're trying to blame your money problems on me. And I'm go, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, like I go, I go. I didn't have money problems before you, right? And I go, we, you are a family friend, and you're acting like this is like fucking a Fortune 500 company. It's a fucking small ma and pa shop. And if you would have leaned into that, you probably would be in a better situation. But because you keep trying to like expand and trying to do this stuff too early and putting bringing on too much shit for yourself, you're in dire straits. And you're and he goes and I said, and you call me money problems. It's because I didn't have money problems that I can survive after I quit right now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I go, yeah, eat a dick, dude. I go, we are a couple sad motherfuckers. <laughs> well, it's just all these people with this like capitalist brain rot, you know, late ca- late stage capitalism brain rot, where they're just like, in their minds, that makes sense. You know what I mean? But it's like in reality, the most of these billionaires should all be in prison because they all got there unethically. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and you're trying to base your business model on these people that are blatant shitheads. You know what I mean? Like, like douchebags that like, they just lie, cheat and stole just to get to where they're at. And what does America do? We fucking reward them. In fact, we like, and our most patriotic of us, quote unquote, like support them without a fucking second thought. You know, <laughs> it's just, and it doesn't get any better. <laughs> it's just, we, Nate and I got in this awesome well, conversation. I'm, I'm going to go put a bullet in my head. So I hope uh, you've got a great slapper to entertain people with, but uh, you ready for the mine trip? tonight? Mine tonight is a gunshot. So <laughs> Damn. I kind of had one I'm that kidding. was, that was uh, a little darker, but. But uh, no, no I'm man, kidding. I, I'm I, kidding. It's just it, all that to it's say the whole rant, the whole the whole banter and rant part of this whole thing has been dark, really dark. Yeah, I'm and sorry. I, I'm making it darker. But no, I, and I, I guess just, that we're we're both like, well, like I said, like, dude, a lot of like the pandemic, like, was me trying to, or at least it was the way I spent it was like, I'm bad at this. Let's get better at it. Let's learn more about it. You know. I'm, you know, not, I'm not this, let's, you know, self-improve a little bit, you know what I mean? At least personality-wise, where I'm not just, like, because I get it, dude, I, I, you know, I talk, you know, the way I empathize is I end up, like, trying to put myself in certain scenarios, but I end up just talking about myself, and I fucking hate that, but, you know what I mean? Like, with this job thing, I was like, it's my first business that I've ever been a part of, and I've kind of, I kind of been like, dude, we would have been fine if we just would have... You know what I mean? If you just didn't take these risks with my money, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, we barely made enough. Like, we did the math, and we made a decent amount for Michigan, but I was like, in reality, like, we were making the minimum, like, barely over the the minimum for one person in America. You know what I mean? Like. And you're saying that, like, you helped us out? It's like, no, motherfucker, you got free labor because Jerry basically worked for free the entire time. Yeah. So it was just like... No, and literally, like, the biggest point is 
when he says that you took too much time off and that's why you had to pay more labor. And you're like, so basically I would have been paying myself that money or or would you have just broken even if well, yeah, you hadn't it, had to pay labor? So let's say that's true. And if that if that is true, then that means that I would have made, because we had to pay our own personal money. So we paid her like $1,800 for that month, our employee. Yeah. Because it was 13 bucks an hour. She got nine hundred, about 900 you know, uh, every two, bi- bi-weekly. So that means we, we, we would have made 1800 But wait, we paid out of our personal pocket for that. So that means that sales did not even allow her. And that's with her taking, like, me being like, hey, what are we at? And she's like, 30 bucks, and it's fucking 4 o'clock p.m. I'm like, close it. You know, like, get out of there. And yeah. and he was getting mad about that, and it's like, hey man, get out of there, get the fuck out. <laughs> well, he was getting mad about that for closing early, and it was like, can you afford to pay somebody to 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 sit there and do nothing? Because I can't, you know, like. Yeah. So and she was a good kid, and she was a good worker, but I mean, she's rough around the edges, you know what I mean? And it and it we we she definitely fucked up the stuff. Listen, all I'm trying to say is that like he basically was trying to call call me out for taking too much time off. When in reality, he told me in the beginning, I'm my own boss. So if I'm my own boss, it shouldn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, we weren't making sales because this fucking town becomes a ghost town in the winter. That's why we're not making sales. It's not because I took time off or didn't work for free for you. It's just the lay of the land. You probably shouldn't have started a business in this tiny fucking town. You're not going to make money, dude. You know? Yeah. Like my dad told me, like he, my dad was is the health inspector for this county. He was well, he retired, but he was the head health inspector. And he goes, Ryan, I've seen it time and time again in this town. He goes, people keep trying to go, and the first year they like make record sales, they do really well, and once the novelty wears off, they try to expand, they try to change their menu, they try to do all this shit. And he goes, and then they just they they just sink. Happens all the time around here. <coughs> that's why nobody can keep a job around here unless they're in the big factories so yeah that's it you know and uh i i think we should get some get to some tunes (laughs) all right i'm done uh i got (laughs) i got one jerry showed me this one uh it's by this guy uh matt maltese matt maltese m-a-t-t-a-m-a-l-t-e-s-e Name of the song is, uh, we're going to do a double feature. These should be played back to back. Okay. Uh, no, actually, I'm, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, this song's called As the World Caves In. Okay. It's off this, you ready? Yep. Three, two, one, play. And here it is, Gives me a very like Matt Bellamy vibe. Yeah. But like a lower voice, a little bit lower voice. Dude, it's so good. Yeah, um, that's really let's, good. Let's do a double feature because 
Um, but I want to read those lyrics to you because they're fucking awesome. Uh, my feet are aching and your back is pretty tired and we've drunk a couple bottles, babe, and set our grief aside. The papers say it's doomsday. The button has been pressed. We're going to nuke each other up, boys, till old Satan stands impressed. And there it is, our final night alive. And as the earth runs to the ground, oh, girl, it's you that I lie with as the atom bomb locks in. <laughs> it's, it's just like, it, uh, it, you know, it's you I watch TV with as the world, as the world caves in. It's just such a... You know what it reminds me of, dude? It, it's bleak. Like, bleak. I love, love bleak, like, British piano players, dude. It's like my... Yeah. I love it. It was like, I get a Keen vibe. I get a Morrissey yes. vibe. Yes. It's very Morrissey. It's like the national. Um, Just kind of... It's so, like, pleasantly morose is the best way I can, I can, I can describe it. Um, Jerry was listening to this and I was like, what is this dude? Let's play. All right. Let's play another one. It's called less and less. Okay. Off the same album. Let me know when you're ready. 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 Three, two, one, play. Short-sighted, but in our defense We were pretty damn young and unspent Making choices with our innocence And October ends We grow closer to our I sat beside you, I sit now and reflect And walk by buildings till it makes some sense And I know you should take yourself Feel the rhythm, life goes on again Though I ain't sure it's real Settled in a simple sense As I think of you Less and less See the grateful There you go I fucking miss this kind of music Definitely get the keen vibe Yeah it's super keen. I mean, if you want to go even older, it's 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 real Morrissey type thing. Yeah, morose, like um, croony vocal. But just the piano work, man. It's just like I love it. And when I, those are the first two songs I heard, the album is. There's a couple songs where I'm like, eh, you know. Um, but there's there's also a couple songs that I'm like, man, that I just like miss that era. Um, of early 2000s like morose Brit pop you know what I mean if yeah. you want to go heavier there's like Muse and if you want to go you know softer, oh, I was, it's softer I was it's like, like Keen I was listening um, to Keen the other night I always think of 
I always think of my first and only speeding ticket when I'm li- listening to Keen. <laughs> but... <laughs> which is not a pairing that you think of. Yeah, it's like... But, uh... Right? It's like, under the iron sea. And I'm like, <laughs> 90 miles an hour down the freeway. <laughs> but uh, that's how it... That's There's how a it story there, so... Coincidentally happened. Yeah. Um, I was not driving away from a girl. I was driving away from a college... Uh college admissions project mm. <laughs> I, was, I was working for North Central mm. at a college thing going from Missouri to Minnesota and I was like how fast can I make it from Missouri to Minnesota <laughs> <laughs> not fast enough get away from the cops you know couldn't get away from the I cops fear. yeah but uh, you know no I love I love piano and I love like that sad morose like mm-hmm sort of thing but yeah you don't hear it anymore it's gone no, away in the last 15 no, years no i mean when did this when did this come out this was this year i believe oh wow she heard it on uh jerry heard it and she was playing it in the car and i was like this is great i love this where what Maybe is it's this it's coming uh, back around oh no it was 2018 oh, okay he just came out with a single or with an album called crystal um Looking at the, the tunes, I'm pretty sure all my favorite songs are on Bad Contestant. Um, there's uh, Nightclub Love is really good. Um, it's funny because he's like, I don't want to go to this club. I just want to fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, can we just skip the club and like, can we just tell me yes or no or something like that? It's real. It's really good. It's clever. And um, but yeah, I love this type of like. Just morose, you know, uh, Brit Brit pop stuff. I'm really into it, and it was it was just like a friendly reminder, like, hey, this music still exists. You know, it was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad somebody's doing it because we can't all do that. But um, yeah, I miss I miss, miss when when albums and 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 songs sounded like this. You know, that era. Yeah. There was like a, I think it was early 2000s. Uh, time where i was just like obsessed with stuff like this you know like keen early cold play um muse I, I even though like muse is like a harder rock version there's like a element of muse and they there. have certain songs yeah. like yeah. uh like what is it the confessions of a dying atheist mm-hmm. or is it butterflies and hurricanes one of those two yeah where it has like this gore like they brought in these gorgeous like con concert piano like runs yeah, well, and like Matt's, all this Matt, stuff matt like, bellamy is like a fucking fantastic isn't that his name yeah yeah he's a yeah. fucking fantastic he's like opera trained and like all he's that a fantastic p- piano player too um yeah dude i watched that live at wembley thing I, that i was obs- during the pandemic like the beginning stages of the pandemic when i moved here i was like obsessed with that live concert i would watch that like every night um anyway yeah that's matt maltese he's uh Nice. Maybe not. I, I thought I thought that came out this year, but I guess that it's been out since 2018. So, but it's uh, well, extremely uh, uh, nostalgic for me, and it made me happy. It made me happy how sad it was. <laughs> Glad somebody's still doing the feeling shit. Well, on the throwback side of things, mm-hmm. you got one. I've got I've got my tune. Okay. Uh, which might sound familiar, but I'm not going to give why. Uh, it's the Handsome Family. 
Okay. The song is Far From Any Road. All right, let me, uh, I'm going to, like, two seconds. You got to piss? Yeah, and then I, I'm going to make another hot toddy, but I got to heat the water up. Okay, I'm going to smoke a cigarette. Go ahead. Don't put that in the podcast. My dad might listen to this. Sure. No, don't. Don't ever let my dad listen to this. <laughs> Hello? Hello? <coughs> All right, can you uh, reintroduce that? <clears throat> Okay, so it's the handsome family. Mm-hmm. Song is "Far from Any Road." Yeah, may sound familiar, but it's a good one. All right, two thousand three though, so it's a throwback. Yeah, he's got a really nice chin beard. <sighs> you ready? Yeah, three, two, one. Reminds me is either something that in a Quentin Tarantino movie or like. Do you want me to tell you where it's from? Or the Big Lebowski. It's the uh, sorry, I'm yelling because it's so loud. Uh, it's alright. It's the it's from True Detective season one. I've never watched that show. Oh, it, season one is good, especially if you're depressed. If I it, mean, is it worth not watching? that it's gonna cheer you up. Season one is good. Okay. Season two sucks. Okay. But season one is like Matthew McConaughey and uh, and what's his face? Mm. Uh, it's like the beginning of Matthew McConaughey's like comeback. Mm. But he plays like this drunk alcoholic detective, and it's kind of nihilistic. But mm. uh, that's really that was the theme. Well, song. Jerry and I are looking for a new show, so we've been watching uh, that Yellow Jacket show. It's really good. I just had someone recommend that to me. It's really good. Yeah. I started I started Peacemaker last night. Yeah, we watched it too. I was laughing it was, my it ass. It was up. fun, yeah. It's fun. It's James Gunn. So you're, saying you know, I, like, you're saying I'm a dick vampire? <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite was uh what did he say? He goes, uh Oh dude. Oh, what did he say? Oh, when he's like he goes I mean, I'm not like, you know, I'm not trying to weird you out, but I, I just felt so free in your pussy last night. I just felt, or in your <laughs> pussy just a minute ago. I just felt like, oh, anything's possible, you know? Like, <laughs> uh, dude, I hate John Cena because he's like an apologist for ch- for the Chinese Communist Party, but uh, he's a funny <laughs> fucking dude because he's, he's like, he gets like he's a fucking meathead. And yeah. like th- his self-awareness of being like... Yeah, I'm kind of a douchebag. You know, it's 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 refreshing. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Because he is a meathead. You know what I mean? Like, he's just a knuckle-dragging, like, gorilla of a man. But it's funny because yeah. he, like, leans into it. You know what I mean? It's like, that's cool. I'm cool with and that. And James, James Gunn's tone is... Always albeit, good. Albeit, like, now, now I, like, recognize it fully. Mm-hmm. After Suicide Squad, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was his one? He did one with Rain Wilson... Um, super. Yeah, I heard about that. I never watched that, but that one's actually 
dark but pretty good. It's it a guy looks who's really like, gross, and that's the one thing like the the Suicide Squad thing. It was just kind of gross. Um, uh, the newest one, but it was definitely like leagues better than the first. The first one was terrible. Oh yeah, so yeah, it was like it's not you know you don't really He's, have to he try knows very how, hard. He knows how to play play gross for laughs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like shock you and make you laugh. Yeah, and you, then you feel bad for laughing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I lo- I like that song. It's very like, mm-hmm. I love the horns, and uh, nice. kind. Of, I don't know if you would call it bluesy. No, it's kind of like, it's like country? spaghetti western country. Yeah, spaghetti western. That's a good way of putting it. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's very cinematic. It's it's definitely like, it's not something a band band would would do. It's like something. This was made for a movie or a show. Yeah. You know. Well, he has a full album, and all of the titles are pretty nihilistic, like If the World Ends in Fire or something. Mm. (laughs) But okay, um, you did a double feature. Yeah, and you you don't have to, but you can. No, this episode has been bleak. Yeah, extremely. And I want to clarify, like, you know, I I don't wish my old business partner any, you know, I I hope he does well, you know what I mean? Like, it's not... You know, I'm over it. It's not that big of a deal. It's just kind of my whole, you know, thought of like the world right now. It's just kind of shit. So yeah, bring and it up. I I just want to clarify. I don't want to kill myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, nobody wants to put uh, a gun in their mouth, and nobody's really thinking that. I mean, occasionally. <laughs> not not no not seriously. I think it's healthy to th- have a have a have a <laughs> little bit of a suicidal thought. But nothing, not like an actual serious one, just kind of like to get out of like shitty things. Like, what if I just like. <laughs> Anyways. I just push my head through a window and just bled out through a plate glass window. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm kidding. So on, on that note. Yeah. I'm going to pull us out of this death spiral. Thank you. And we're going to go with this, uh, my buddy Mark. Mm. Uh, oh, hi, Mark. Mark. Mark Morrison. Oh, hi, Mark. Do you, should I quack out his name? No. Hmm. His name is Mark Morrison, Return of the Mac. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> You're tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> dude, dude, so I, I feel like you need to... Segue. I feel like you need to get a soundboard for this where you can pull things. I was on TikTok the other night, mm-hmm. and there's these two podcasters, and they're like, yeah, we're trying to find sounds to add to the soundboard. And he's like, oh, I got this one from Uncut Gems. He's like, we're, we should we should maybe consider adding it, but I'll only add it if we both laugh. <laughs> and he's like, you seen Uncut Gems? He's like, it's that part where Adam Sandler's like, Holy shit, I'm gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. But yeah, you See, should think about th- getting a soundboard to add. that do that. Like, uh, your mom's house is really good with that. Uh, I don't know if... Uh, it's another one of my favorite stand-up comedians. Um, they have a podcast with his, with his stand-up comedian wife called uh, Your Mom's House, and they do that all the time. And all they're yeah. doing is just like... It's fun. You should listen to it, but I mean, they're obviously well, very. Dude, com- comedians have the podcast market like cornered. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like they just like it's 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 perfect for them. You know? Yeah. And kudos to 
finding a way to like be independent like if you're a good podcaster you could probably have a decent stand-up comedy career yeah i still think you should be a stand-up comedian i mean i would love to get out on uh, get out on the scene but my ocean's 11 jokes don't land (laughs) (laughs) anyway it's just a cash my my now that i get it though that's why it's funny like it's like it's like "Ah, (laughs) that's good that's good so you you, you know you're better than that yeah (laughs) Sorry. My double feature, my double feature is Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison. Oh fuck yeah, dude! I'll jam that all day. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna play that, and we're just gonna like vibe. Yeah. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna end this on a high note. Yeah, I'm not. We're, we're not even gonna talk happy. after this. Let's just say, hey guys, thank you for tuning in to Salt and the Slap. We're gonna listen to Return of the Mac and get happy again. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Here we go. Three, two, one. Bye guys. <laughs> You're lying to me. She said she'd never turn on me. You're lying.